0: The question of the night was, could the Jazz 27th-ranked defense ever shut down Portland's last-ranked offense? And the answer was yes, in the fourth quarter. And the Jazz are 2-0 in tournament play. We're talking about it next on Postcast. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
1: every day.
0: David Locke, along with Ron Boone, as the Utah Jazz defeat the Portland Trail Blazers by the final score of 115 to 99 tonight, outscoring the Blazers 20 to 13 in the fourth quarter. And they did it defensively in the fourth quarter as the Blazers in that fourth quarter tonight shot four of 23 and one of 11 from three. So that really was the story of the night. Uh, this is a very shorthanded Portland team without Anthony Simons, without uh, Scoot Henderson without Malcolm Brogdon. Uh And and so the question to me was, you know, can the Jazz defense shut him down? And frankly, they really hadn't through three quarters. The Portland offensive rating was a 115 on the season. They are a 106, so that wasn't great. At the end of the three quarters, they were shooting 51% and 42% from three. I said to you, like, that's a little disturbing. But in the fourth quarter, the Jazz got after him and really took control of the basketball game. Yeah,
1: you can just see in that first three quarters as well as we thought the Jazz were... Playing at that point, they, the Portland Trail Blazers were still just like hanging around. The Jazz, all year long, be giving up forty nine percent shooting from the field, and and, and that's not uh, defenses can't hold up and win basketball games for you. But fourth quarter, a little bit different, you know, knowing that that it was getting a little close, the gas did clamp down.
0: The fact is, this team still goes a little bit as Jordan goes, right? Like Jordan had a really nice night out in in Memphis. Uh, and tonight, Jordan goes 13 of 19. He makes his first six shots. He scores 30 points. Like the numbers on Jordan Clarkson and wins versus losses is really dramatic. They, they need that scoring from Jordan Clarkson. To, and tonight they really need it because Lowry fought through a struggle to get to his 21 points tonight on 8 of nine, 18 shooting. It's a tribute to Lowry that he still got there. But Jordan was the guy tonight. They didn't have an answer for him. He got a bunch of good looks. Um, and, and the Jazz have to have that second score cons- consistently on this roster.
1: Well, you remember last season, you know, when, when Jordan got going and, and he, the, the flame was lit and he was starting to put a lot of points on the board, the pace, the tempo, uh, it just everything just picks up and, and, and rides with him. And it, when he can get into the paint, I love this paint shooting now. I mean, he's not forcing it to the rim or anything. He's getting to that paint about the dotted line, shooting a little runners, little floaters, and and shooting a great percentage.
0: Took nine threes, took 10 twos tonight, did not shoot any free throws. He had made 23 straight coming in at the free throw line, so too bad he did not um, get to the line. So he is averaging in the last three games 30 points a game. The only thing that's really different in those three games is Keontae George has become the point guard. Yeah. What is there something to Keontae playing point guard that has freed up Jordan Clarkson?
1: We've heard so much about James Harden and Paul uh, and Kawhi Leonard and George, those guys that play with the balls in their hand, can they survive and, and uh you know, can they help each other out? Uh, I think Jordan and, and Tucker, that, that kind of mix doesn't work that well. And, and I think the fact that, that, that Jordan now playing with Keontae who's who's doesn't doesn't necessarily have to play with the ball in his hands and and, and he's looking to set teammates up. Jordan gets the chance now to be a little more free. And I, I think that's what we're seeing. The type of ball that he wants to, the type of game that he wants to play.
0: The biggest number of the night is probably zero. And that is the amount of turnovers the Jazz had in the first quarter Unbelievable. of this game. They had four in the first half. They had seven at the end of three quarters. These are very reasonable numbers. And they finished with 12. This is a team that literally was not passing from point A to point B and was not, Dribbling from point A to point
1: B. And that's the key there, David, not dribbling.
0: And, and and that's what was leading those turnovers. They did not commit those tonight. Can you give all of that credit to Keontae, George, or is it just that he is is he a set as crazy as, as this is? At 20 years old, is he a settling force?
1: I think you can give a, a ton of it to him. Uh, and and you can also give a lot of it to Will, too, because the execution of the offense, when, when you're – you're running an offense, sometimes two or three passes get you the type of shots that you want. Uh, and the ball's not stopping. And, but you know, a few more ball games where we get a little clearer sample size or something like that, the way they're playing and right now, we'll get a clearer picture. But the ball movement and, and two or three passes to get the same shots that you can get going one-on-one.
0: Here's what's really interesting to me, Ron, and, and I'm going to have to be a little obtuse to all of you and Ron's going to get it because we talked about this at practice in Memphis, but there's something that the jazz have been practicing every single day that we've been to practice and they just weren't doing it at all in games. And I literally went to go talk to will about it and said like, like, what do you do about this? Like, what do you do? Like show them up in film like how he says, we practice it every day. We talk about it in every huddle. We talk about it in every timeout. We remind them in every film session, mm-hmm. And eventually you hope they're going to, do it. I saw it five to seven times tonight, which I had not seen in the jazz. And, and I apologize. I I just, it's a strategy thing. And I think that there's a level where we get great access, but we get the great access because we don't tell the opponents what we're talking about right now. And the opponents do listen to this. I'm hundred percent certain of that fact. I know that every scout in the league watches this. Um, but I think that's a good example of what you're talking about with Will. Like, there are these little things that you're seeing them make progress. Now, it certainly helps to play Memphis, who's 29th in the league offensively, and Portland who's 30th in the last two games. That helps. But frankly, we were there for a little while. We were the worst team in the league the way we were playing. So they certainly have picked up a level in their last two games.
1: Two things come to mind, what you're saying. If, if, if the Jams don't do what they need to do to beat this team who was shorthanded, you know, what does that say about them and, and, the, time, and the way they're playing? Uh, the other thing is that what you're saying is that it, it, the type of offense and early secondary break that they want to use, I saw it two or three times tonight, but not enough that I think to satisfy Will. Where right. they, it And and it's it's a method to what they was a system anyway, the way they want to run their their secondary break, and and they do it sometimes, sometimes they don't, and what Will is looking for is to do it, eighty to ninety percent of the time.
0: One of the guys who I don't think will get a lot of accolades because he's one. There's two guys I thought were super impressive tonight that I don't think will get any accolades, and they won't be our stars of the game. So I'm going to signal them out here. What is? I actually think that Ochai Abaji's role in this starting lineup is really important. Will Hardy said before the game he has proven that he plays well with good players. Will Hardy, in the very first press conference of the entire season, talked about young players need to figure out where they fit in this ecosystem, not how like not go shoot 23 times. Like how do you fit in the ecosystem? Ojai might be part of the reason there's no turnovers. Ojai Abaji moves the basketball. He instinctually passes before he dribbles. He gets to the right spot. He runs the floor as he's supposed to. He's doing a lot of things on a two-for-seven night, but with eight rebounds that I think are very important to why this team offensively looks much more cohesive in that starting lineup.
1: Okay, so I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And and what he's looking for out of Abaji. I mean, he can shoot. And and I think his shooting will, will get better. Uh Abaji six foot five rebound. But I really think what he wants for Abaji to concentrate more on is being that stopper. Yes. That defensive stopper that okay, uh, Obagi, uh Luka, uh Luca, that's your man. You know, do the best you can, but don't give up, you know, the easy buckets and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's the kind of player that he wants him to be. And every team, every great team in the in, seem to have a guy like that to where they they play the D, uh, they they make the shots. They don't take. Let's put it this way: they they if they get eight shots a ball game. They make three. Good night, you know. But defensively, it's what they're looking for.
0: The other guy I'd say now is Lowry. Yeah, if there's a cons- you want. We've talked about Lowry, the leader. To me, to me, tonight's the night where Lowry shows leadership because he fights through the night. He doesn't hit his threes early. He doesn't feel very comfortable. You can see it. His shot just looked, he looked off like his body. Front of the rim, front of the rim. 21 points, nine rebounds, the big bunch of big shots late. But like to me, that was leadership tonight because he didn't sulk. He didn't get upset. His body language was good the whole night and he stayed engaged.
1: Yeah. And and you find ways to to get it done and call a couple of plays, one out of timeouts. Uh, He missed one jumper, then he made the other one down there in the corner. So uh, just the leadership. What do you, you think need-
0: of? Let's get to this. What do you think of the purple floor? I love
1: the floor. I oh, love. Was- I love all the floors. I didn't like Memphis's floor. It was boring. It was just dull.
0: Yeah, you know. You know what they look like on television to me? They almost look like a swimming pool, and somehow <laughs> someone dyed the swimming pool purple. It does. Like you look at it, like they look like they're swimming pools. Uh, and I love the city edition jerseys. There's so many things you could do with that city edition jersey that's exciting. They're really, they're, they're great.
1: I want you to think about this. How many times do you see guys slip tonight? Didn't didn't see any. We've we've seen it on other floors. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. A yeah, so
0: maybe the Jazz did something really really well there. That yeah. was it was a super cool night. Um, and by the way, two and zero oh, in an in season tournament play. We really haven't talked about that. Friday is a mammoth game. You get three. So I do not think teams will go four and zero. Oh. I really don't. I think mm-hmm. there, you're not going to. There's six groups. Maybe one or two is going to go four and zero. Oh. I think it's unlikely. You get that third win. You're going to be in like a chance for a tiebreaker or. Maybe it's going to be something, you know, obviously head-to-head. Lakers and Memphis are playing right now. I haven't looked to see what the score is. They were up 10 early. Um, the latest score is Memphis is up. The Lakers are up 19, so they're going to take advantage of the point differential. So the Jazz, I mean, you want to have a night. If the Jazz could upset Phoenix and go to L.A. to play the 3-0 and Lakers for, the, for a spot, like, be pretty awesome. Um, frankly, here's an interesting little thought on this, by the way. Other than the fact that Phoenix could end up three and one, also, but if Fe- if you actually lose to Phoenix and go beat the Lakers, you're three and one. So are the Lakers. You beat the Lakers head to head. Now Phoenix gets in there. Then Phoenix is in, and then point differential determines it. So it it, it gets super interesting here. And I think it's uh, it's a sign that this is you know this is something that's going to work and it's going to be a part of this league. And and as we get more used to it, um, great audience tonight. By the way, I'm just looking at our numbers, biggest of the year. So really fun to have you aboard. Uh, you're. Uh, w- uh, Lacey, the great Lacey, has come up with her first bad idea ever, which is that we should do Purple Hearts. But since that's really taken by military <laughs> and it's been Veterans Day, I'm going to pass on that one, Lacey. I think that one, someone might take that in bad place. But we'll give Purple Stars out tonight um, for the Purple Court and everything. Ron Boone, who are your star? What's your stars? Well, I
1: got Jordan Clarkson for, for got, sure. Yep, no yeah. question. 30 and, points, 12,
0: and, 13, and 19.
1: And I'm going to go with George with here as well, that backcourt.
0: 15 points, four rebounds, seven assists, 25 minutes, plus eight. Shout-out to Kelly Olenek, 11 points and 12 rebounds. Shout-out to 14 points and 7 assists from Colin Sexton, who was really scuffling before he came in um, tonight. But uh, Keontae George and Jordan Clarkson, the new backcourt of the Utah Jazz, get that. By the way, for those of you that are still with us, all of you, you are. this is super exciting, and you guys have all been a part of building this network and making it what it is. This week, we launched the first ever 24-7 national sports channel on YouTube. It's a 24-7 sports channel stream on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today, and when this show's over, that's what you're about to go get. So check that out. Please subscribe to Locked On Sports Today and check it out. It's the first ever 24-7 national sports channel stream on YouTube, and it's done by Locked On. It's pretty great. You get the biggest stories of the day, plus our national stories, um, and you get it, so make sure you subscribe to that and join it. Thank you very much for being a part of Locked On, the postcast tonight. I'll be back with you tomorrow for Locked On Jazz.